Hello, and welcome to Noodle Prose. I'm Brendan Mernon, and I'm Senior Director for uh, Recruiting and Tutor Engagement and Quality. And I'm here today uh, from Brooklyn, New York with Miss Birdie, one of our tutors uh, who works with uh, younger kids from very young up until about age 12 or 14. And uh, Miss Birdie's joining us from Manhattan uh, and where she works with many, many uh, families all, all over that, that island. And she also works remotely with people all around the world. Um, she has been tutoring for over 15 years and uh, she likes to teach kids uh, lessons in math, philosophy, reading, dance, science, uh, and lots of other things. She is, uh, she's great at supporting families um, in making the learning experience more effective in, in a really family-centered and compassionate and thoughtful way. And she has great success doing so. Uh, she has published a children's book on, uh, on addiction, which is a really important topic that many children unfortunately have to deal with. And it's, that's really a, a powerful need. And she even uh, sometimes helps families with children who, uh, who have addictions, for instance, to, uh, to video games or Minecraft or, or, other, uh, or other products. And I'm really pleased that she's here with us today to discuss positive behavior management or how to communicate effectively with your kids, especially in this time of COVID quarantine. So uh, welcome, Ms. Birdie. Hi, thanks so much for having me. All right, great to have you here. So first off, um, you know, I'm, I'm a parent myself. I have one who's, who's 20 and one who's 12. Um, and, you know, I wonder uh, why, why is this so important both now at this difficult time for so many families and in general, this idea of, you know, helping your children positively improve their behavior? Well, uh, what we ultimately want for our kids and our students is for them to be able to make independent choices that we would agree with without us being there, right? And we need to be able to create the situations, opportunities for them to make those choices now when we can, when they're in situations where mistakes and failures aren't the end of the world, where we can save them from their mistakes and uh, so that eventually when we aren't there, they can be trusted to make the most effective choices independently. And, and is this a thing that, um, and I know a lot of parents are spending twice as much time with their kids as they were just a couple of months ago. And I know here at Noodle Pros, we've had a lot of people calling saying, you know, please, please help, help, help. It's really hard. Um, and, and sometimes parents get frustrated, do, do, is, this a, is this a useful thing for parents who, who maybe find themselves frustrated with the limitations of their approach? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, especially when we start to get frustrated or even angry, uh, it's difficult to control what you say and make sure that instead of escalating the situation, you're neutralizing and uh, actually getting towards a resolution. Because what I see really frequently is that uh, a lot of parents react emotionally and then what comes out of their mouth is not constructive. It's not helpful. It's often, it's punitive um, and it doesn't get anybody closer to what we're actually trying to 
achieve, which is those independent choices. Okay, so so then how is this different, um, you know, for me, like, how is it different from what I'm already doing possibly? And like, what are some, maybe describe a couple of scenarios that might come up for whatever age that, you know, I'm a parent and I'm, and I'm frustrated. What's like, what's happening there? Well, one of the most common things I see is just, uh, for example, I'm at a family's home. The kids are like climbing around on the couch and the parents don't want them to do that. So they say, don't climb around on the couch. Stop that. Right. And that does a few things. Um, first, you've now created antagonism between yourself and your child, right? That's not going to help the situation. That it, When someone yells at you, you don't want to do what they say. You often want to do the opposite of what they say, right? So first of all, it, doesn't, it often just doesn't work saying don't or stop. They don't listen, right? Um, like they don't, that doesn't motivate them to stop. Uh, the other thing is that you often, if you can, you want to give a positive direction instead of a negative direction. So the way I try to think of it, and it can take a second for you to get to this point, especially when you're feeling frustrated, but try to think of something you can tell them to do that makes the undesirable behavior impossible. So for climbing around on the couch, I would say, can we all sit calmly, please? Or can we make sure that our feet are, are uh, hanging off the side of the couch, right? Or um, can we control our bodies? I use the word control a lot when I'm talking about their bodies or their voices. Um, so instead of stop yelling, can you control your voice, please? Right. So that would be for, like for younger kids. Yeah. Well, not necessarily. Well, I Hello, guess not even necessarily. And to Noodle Pros. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's, Mernon, yeah. I mean, honestly, when I had like a class of fifth graders, I would do the same thing. And um, quality. You know, instead of today, no running, control uh, your feet, please. Like think about, think about what your feet are doing. So often the positive thing that I want to give them is either, is usually some kind of awareness. Like, like look at the choice that you're making right now, please, Manhattan, and uh, and think about it, and maybe make a different choice, or get control over your body, or get control over your voice, or think about how your voice is affecting everybody around you, right? So awareness and self well, self mastery is usually a better word than self control, but that's a lot lessons. I know, like when I hear you, I'm I was raised in a pretty old school house. She is. My parents, I mean, I've, you know, certainly I've read about the difference between authoritative uh, versus authoritarian. And, making, you know, my parents at their best were authoritative and at their worst were authoritarian. And, you know, they, they did way. a lot of work to do their best to raise me uh, and like a lot of other people's book. But, you know, certainly my parents wouldn't have taken that approach if I were climbing on the couch and they didn't want me, you know, that's really, they, 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 you know, they might have put an intensifier in the command as a way of, right. So like, have I know, when you describe what you're describing, what comes up for me is that just like, I, I see in my mind the stereotype of the parent being overwhelmed by going, you know, trying to be nice to the kid, like, well, please get off the couch. And then the kid just completely ignores it. I've seen that before plenty of times, you know, the sort of parent trying to be not yelling, but helpless. And the kid just doesn't pay attention to that either. So how do I find that space between like here? So versus like, yeah, like, uh, where is that space? Myself, I, I want to make sure all parents and are doing is um, if, the, and, if what the kid wants you know, to do wonder, is safe uh, and not 
gonna Why hurt something, so it's, important both now you should probably just let them do it if it's so safe, right? If it has something to do with like, you know, they might break something or make something dirty, which is not like a, which is not well, dangerous, but uh, understandably you don't want that, want then they need to think about our students, your is for them to be able right? to make do, independent choices. I really like to explain to kids like, these are there, the things that right? I do to consider and what you need. And we need these to are the be ways able to that I make choices so that you get situations, what you opportunities. And you need to, for them to make those choices be now you need to make when choices we can, based on what I need. When they're in so situations like, where screaming really hurts my ears, failures for example, are the end of the world where we can save that. them from their mistakes. Uh, this couch and, uh, was I so earned this eventually and so I want to make sure that they can be trusted to make the most effective choice. And obviously when you talk to kids this way, especially young kids, it's not going to work right away. And I know a lot of in the same way that a punishment will. A punishment may be effective right away, and you think, oh, well, that was more effective, right? Ago, but in the long term, you've damaged the relationship that you have with your child, and you've decreased help, the help. amount of trust really hard, that you have between um, you, which is the thing that's going to make you guys able to communicate and make good choices together. You want to make sure that they always feel that you're on the same team. So when I'm trying to get them to keep their feet off the couch, especially when we start everybody in the frustrated or even angry, clean, uh, right? We all have the same goal. So I need you to point yourself to the same goals that escalating the situation. And if they don't want to, that means uh, that actually getting towards that a resolution something is going on in our relationship. If they really want frequently is that or inconvenience uh, me a lot of or parents react being emotionally and then what comes out of their mouth is not constructive. Somebody needs to apologize for something or there's been a misunderstanding. That means there's tension that needs dealing with. But always go anybody closer to what we're actually trying to, right? It, achieve, defiance which is those should make you choices. angry it should make you like concerned okay, so, so that how is this you know, different hurting them um you know does that make me, sense like, it does it different so, from what i'm already so you're, possibly you're, and like what right, are some um, maybe describe a couple of I, scenarios I guess, that might come if somebody up for here's what i know people are going to say well, i'm a parent but wouldn't i just I, be spoiling my kids what's, if like, i do what's this happening there well, you want to well, make sure you're giving them really things clear boundaries. Kids just kids benefit uh, for from example, boundaries and structure. I'm at a family. So you want to give them really the clear boundaries. If they do like something you don't around like, on the couch, they have the to take want them to do that. Into consideration so they say, they don't, like don't that. climb around on the couch. In the same way that Stop you make that. sure that they're right? every meal and is that does a few they enjoy with something healthy. You've now created antagonism between yourself and your child. So much care into everything. I'm not going to help the situation. situation. That as they get older, someone yells at you, you don't want to do what they say. A little bit more consideration often how their actions are affecting us, because that's ultimately right. what you want. So how you first want of all, it doesn't. It often just doesn't. Their actions saying don't or stop. People they don't listen and their future self. So that doesn't motivate them to stop. I mean, the other thing. So oftentimes, what I the punishment you can is a natural consequence, which is positive direction instead of a negative Betray my trust. So the way I try to think of it. That's and it can take a works, second for you to not, it's not get to this I'm point, making, especially when you're feeling you frustrated. Make but an unsafe choice of something you can. I tell now them have to do, I, and I that make the kids this the undesirable behavior and making decisions. I so now have to climbing around on the couch. But I would barriers say, on what you can do. I have to take freedom away from you or because you can we make sure that our feet are hanging off the side of the are going to affect. Right. How much I or, trust um, you, and how much I trust you. We control our bodies. I use the word control. So how much freedom you have is based on what their you choose to do. Bodies are their if voices. You choose to do to hurt um, your sister. So instead of stop then yelling, I'm going to have to take freedom away. Please. If that's right, so how that you're going to, like for young, what you're going to show yeah. me, oh, no, no, so, well, I guess then I cannot trust you. 
it wouldn't I yeah wouldn't it's be just my it's, job yeah I mean honestly if when I, I had you to like a class of fifth graders I would do the same right? thing so if you can show um, me safe you know, choices there's no running can control you your, your feet please like think about think about sense. what your feet are doing so it's not even necessarily so, uh, Often the the as, positive as thing that I want to give them is, like is either is usually some kind right. of awareness. It's not a pun- like, I'm not again. I'm not choice that you're making right now. Please, you by trusting you less. and and think about you, it and maybe I, make a difference. That's just how or trust works. Control it's like money. Your body or they have to. And this voice. is an important or conversation to think have about with them how your voice is affecting the younger they are. Everybody around you. The more right. So awareness and self and trust is like money. Self mastery. You earn it. a better word. And you you make safe choices or kind choices helpful choices. Well, I know, you earn my I, like trust when I hear you, I can give you I'm, freedom. When you betray my trust, you're spending it like money. You know, and then you parents, need to earn I mean, it back. I, you know, certainly I've read down, about the difference right? between authoritative versus authoritarian. And that's and, a you know, choice that you make. My parents at their best were authoritative and at their worst Is this harder to do if you have eight more kids or is it easier to do? A lot of work to do. I had five kids. Me and like a lot of other people. Well, I'm always talking about the team. So even if it's just me and one kid, we're a team. And if it's me and a family, it's a team. And if it's me and a classroom, it's a team. The idea is to always be thinking intensifier in the command. So I think actually when you have more kids, the feeling that they have being invested in might even just be stronger. Like, I, I see in my mind the stereotype of, of the parent really being overwhelmed by going, you know, trying to be nice to the kid. At, like, well, please get off the couch. And then the kid the, just completely ignores me. I've seen that before plenty of times, you know, the sort of parent trying to be not yelling, but helpless and the kid just doesn't pay attention to that either so how do i find that, that space between like and the team wins, versus like please get out of the that couch. sort of like, collectivist idea i want to make if sure i help all parents everybody i will is, benefit if the is really the clear when, wants when you use the word team, everybody and understands that right gonna hurt so something, i would imagine that in a two-parent you should probably just let them do it if it's safe right if it has something to do with like there might I, break I should say another thing that I dirty, talk to which is not like a, about is my number is not dangerous, but understandably you don't want that. And I'll, then I'll, they need I'll, to I'll, think like, about them on that. Uh, what's my needs. what's the most important thing right? every single we second do, of every day? I really like to explain to kids why like, can I not let you climb on that thing? These are the things that I do safety. to consider what they get. You know, these are the ways they understand. I make choices. Second thing after safety. And is flow of the day. Sometimes there are going to be times when you and need then, to make choices based uh, on what I need. And learning. So like sort of interchanging really hurts my ears, for example. But flow of the day is really important. And getting them that. to invest in uh, flow of the this day. This couch is was, more difficult than getting them to invest in And so I want to make sure that it stays clean. So I need you to think about that. But if you talk about flow of the day and show them in their lives, it's not going to work right away. Ah, see, we lost the same way that now we don't have time for bed. A punishment may be effective right away. And we're going to have time to watch something. But now we've run out of but time in the long term you know, because we, you we damaged the relationship that you flow. have with your child. So they have to invest in the amount of trust. You, for flow of the day, how do you go about the whole like the thing that's going to um, make you guys able you know, to communicate like, and make good choices? I mean, for younger kids, there's like make sure that playground and they then always feel that you're on the same team. And then dinner, so when I'm trying like, to get them to you know, whatever, keep their feet they, off the they couch, don't do something they it's need because to do now everybody in the team wants the couch to be clean. Right? We all have the same goal. So I need then, point yourself you know, to the same we'll goal that I have. And if they don't what want you want to, is to have that means that, that you can that refer something to is going on in our relationship. If they easy. want, remember that time when we woke up, and we got our shoes on, we got our coats on, 
and we went to the well, doctor and then afterwards we went purpose, to the diner to get pancakes wasn't that, that fun somebody needs we to apologize for something where there's been a misunderstanding and that means there's tension that that needs if we don't cooperate and work as a team we won't be able to do things like get pancakes if defiance shouldn't make you angry it should make because we're going to be concerned that dealing with with resolving conflicting them right if i have to if i have to take my attention away from pancakes so make you're, sure that you're, you're making safe choices, I, then I, we're not um, going to have time for pancakes. And then so I'm always I, I explaining to them what my choices are based on, what I'm weighing in my head so that they can start making that, those kinds of same Well, you want to uh, make sure you're giving them eventually. really clear boundaries. Kids, and so like, kids, as kids benefit get older, I mean, I, from boundaries I'm, I'm getting this, you know, So you want to give them really clear boundaries. If they do something you don't like, they have to take into consideration that you don't like that thing. In the same way that you make sure that their every meal is something that they enjoy with something healthy for their well-being, Put so much well, care into so everything. I think your language definitely has to develop as they get older um, with a little bit more and a little bit more like the vocabulary that their actions are can develop us because that's but what talking what about want, how you want them to be as trust. I mean, these are very abstract concepts that the around them and um, you sort of have to use so concrete analogies for the younger kids. I mean, I think that so oftentimes what I the punishment is a natural choice making and things like that. If you do something to betray my trust. I will trust older kids. Less. I think that's just what I get works, more into right? is not, how do choice I, I'm making. How do I handle my emotions? Make an unsafe choice. Can. I so now I have to say, like, and I yes, tell the have kids this. I have full transparency on how I also need to have a strategy. I now have to out of you put barriers on your body around. I have to take freedom away from you because you chose to do paper or throw socks at the wall or whatever. Your choices are going to then use your how much I trust you and how much I trust you is going to affect how much freedom you have. So how much freedom you have is based on what you have to let the emotion out. If you choose to hurt your sister, then I'm going to have to take freedoms away. If how do I get it out of my body? What is what an appropriate you're show way me, to express anger? Then because I it cannot is okay trust to be angry. you. It wouldn't. Right. I wouldn't be doing that. My job. Even if even if you're if wrong, I allowed you to run around right? making, making there was just choices. a misunderstanding, right? So if you can you show me safe choices, put that anger away just because, because now you understand. Back. The anger is still going to be that there. You have to do that something with it that doesn't hurt someone else, which is difficult. As much punitive as But if you have strategies ahead of time, it's easier. And then you can. Right. It's not a pun. I'm not. Again, I'm not choosing to punish you by trusting you less. The problem. You, and how would something I, that's like That's just work, how trust uh, works. It's like money. They again, have to, and this is an important conversation like, to have with know, them several times, especially the younger they are. The more times I want to have so this conversation, by, trust is like know, money. Okay, you earn it, every single day, and you, like begging, you make safe choices or kind choices, helpful choices, you earn my trust. I mean, I have a more freedom. I think my train my trust is spending, which is like money. And then you need to let the kids do it their way. And I do this frequently, like, because I've been working a lot with that's a choice that so my version of this is when the kids don't want to like is this harder to do if you have more kids or is it easier parents having these long arguments and my response is like okay let's go outside i'll have your coaches let me know when you need it we're a team and within five seconds they're like i'm cold and you're like and if it's me in a class right so so oftentimes as long as they're not in danger I will um, say, so okay, I think actually when you have more kids, way. let's see how the, it goes. The, because then they're actually going to learn the lesson. Being invested right? in a they're they're going to learn the lesson from experience instead of from you telling there's them. There's a lot of us. Stick. And if we have a really a clear better. goal mm -hmm. that we can So if they learn the lesson of what happens when they don't do that, that also helps them to invest. Then you don't have to tell them. Because you don't have to repeat it to them. The language of teamwork. When we talk yeah, about I know, being and, part and of a team, I, I for, highly you know, recommend families to use this. Because I sometimes I did language. have success, you know, with kids exactly what you said. Understand. Okay, fine, don't understand. Everybody understands. You know, but then you worry that people go, "Hey, your kids outside. It's 
10 that degrees sort of out with like, well, oh, you know, someone will take a picture and they'll be like, oh, but, 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 but I will benefit. It's hard to explain that. It's I really guess clear I, when you, I feel when like, you okay, well, those people have everybody understands that. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I, I would imagine. Uh, what do you expect? This child is four. Like, you try to get them to put their coat on. The same yeah. time. I, I also, so having that fight is another thing that it. I talk to the kids very <laughs> frequently about is my number one concern at all I mean, I will sometimes say, like, well, if you get I'll, sick, I'll I have to test take them on that. You. Uh, what's mm-hmm. my, what's the so most really important thing every single second of every day? A choice safety is exact, right? So Why can I not let you climb on that thing? Safety. They get, you know, if you repeat it, they understand. And then the second thing after safety, you're ignoring me in this flow of the day. my feelings. Like, I put together this fun and learning. And I thought you were going to enjoy it, depending like, on the situation. Allowing yourself but flow to be of the day is really important, and getting them to invest um, in flow of the day extremely is powerful. more difficult than getting because them to even invest if in the in moment they're like <laughs> whatever and like remember, try to brush that. it off, yeah. Like, they but don't if care, you, they talk about flow of the day and and, and show them in their lives examples of just say like, see, we lost the flow of the day, and now we don't have time for like when they hit, and instead of saying hey, no hitting, we're gonna have time to watch something, but now we've run out of time. Did you know that that because we we got backed up, we we lost the flow. So they have to invest in it. Sometimes they don't even understand it. They do do want to be actively giving you them again. You need to have a conversation um, about why that is. Because I mean, for younger kids and humans like only want to hurt when and they are in pain. Doctor's appointment and then it's dinner really and like, and can you, you know, talk whatever. Just a little they, more they don't do something about, they need to do and now, you know, about trust as currency. The fun, like, how do you avoid uh, yeah, the whole thing? Yeah, it's a very like, useful okay, uh, analogy. If you just get in the stroller, then, you know, we'll get you candy after the doctor. What you want is to have an example that you can refer to. And so when things were having this idea that trust is up, we got our shoes on, we got our coats on, and we it's, went to the again, doctor and it's afterwards quite we went abstract, to the diner so to get really pancakes. Wasn't that fun? We were have, only able to uh, do that because we were talk about and specific behaviors. If we don't cooperate and work as a team, right? We won't be able when to do I ask you to do something and you results. do it the first time I ask you, that really we're going to be we're going to be dealing with when I resolve conflict, freedom to make a choice. If I have to do it, I have to take my attention hour and choose to make sure that you're making safe choices. That we're not going to have trust with me. Like give them. I'm always explaining to them what my choices are based on, what I'm weighing, and then also that they can start making that those kind of same when you do this thing uh, analysis that really eventually uh, that spends so, like, a lot of as kids trust get older, that I have for you. I, I'm, that's going to decrease this, the amount you know, of trust like, I have. And then I'm going to have you know, to take away this thing. Five, six, and always, seven years, if you can, you know, four, try to, if you thing. have to but take away older, a freedom, try to make school, it this, directly related to the choice that they made that you don't like, right? Because if they're not related, uh, then, um, well, then so they won't see the connection. Your as well. language so definitely really has to develop. Does that make sense? Yeah, that, that comes off as arbitrary. Com- like it is difficult, but if you can do it, develop. Yeah. But talking yeah. about I mean, climbing like, on the couch, then it's going to be well. Now I'm going to have to put a boundary around the couch. That you you may um, not interact with the couch now. Right, because analogies you are not making kids, respectful choices can about, talk it. about it in more abstract you know, terms. And when I can see you making respectful um, you know, choices with other furniture and, and things like that, access to uh, and I, I would say like with older mm-hmm. kids, I think what I get yeah, more into is I'm how do I, I, if I look lost in thoughts, how do I handle my emotions? Because they actually that I've done this right and that I've done it wrong. It's difficult, it's really hard to do in the moment, and it's something that like you will like fail your to body do around if you're very angry like before you start doing you know, it regularly paper yeah. or throw socks you know, at the I mean, wall or whatever get it out and then use your strategy for calming down you have to deal with the emotion first and then you can start dealing with the thing 
more of the just like, oh, hey, thanks for doing that really good thing that you did, as opposed to like taking the thing with older kids is talk about how do I get it out of my body? What is an appropriate way to express anger? Because it is okay to be angry. Yeah, yeah, catching them even doing if the right thing angry, is extremely right? just a misunderstanding. Yeah, because I, I can't. Like, oh, you just earned that anger away. I can give you more freedom. You understand the anger is yeah. going to be there. So you have to do amazing. something with it. Rewarding them for good behavior is, is so much more powerful. Oh, but if you have them strategies ahead, it can just be difficult because and then you know it's like the squeaky wheel gets the oil kind of situation. So it's hard to lie down and actually talk about. So whenever kids say please and thank you to me, I say like. I love the way you asked that or oh your words are just sparkling like you know I always try to make a point of when I've seen them make a choice oh oh that's the other the other thing that's really important when you're giving praise is the language that you mean I have about the choice I think my approach is very Taoist or um something measurable so instead of saying good work and I do this frequently like because I've I'm been working a lot, a lot really with the very careful young kids, work. so my version of or, this is when the kids um, don't want to like put their that was a really safe choice. I appreciate right. Yeah. And I, I love the way you came down so carefully. Arguing, no, put the coat on. And I'm like, um, and my response you know, is like, like, okay, I let's I go outside. I'll have your coat and let me know when you need it. Giving them within five seconds, they're like, I'm cold. You're like, you want them to repeat, right? So, so oftentimes, as long as they're not in danger, I will say, okay, do it your way. Let's see how it goes. Because then the they're actually going the to learn the lesson. One, yeah. Much right? more of they're, like they're going to learn the lesson uh, from experience I mean, uh, instead of from you telling I mean, them, which still is like going to stick more of the like, a lot hey, better. Don't do that. Mm -hmm. but so if they learn the lesson of what I've happens when they don't do their the like, homework, hey, like then the you don't have to tell them. You don't have to repeat it to them over and over again because they'll just know. Or like, yeah, I know. And as a parent, I know for you know the way you did your homework. Because sometimes I did have success. You know, with exactly what you said. Okay, fine. Don't wear the coat. I'll hold it. You know, but then you worry that people go, "Hey, your kids outside." We'll see that behavior again. And here's another thing I want to say: was that when you are directing them, I guess I feel like okay, well, those people have never had children. Something that's really useful instead of what do you expect this child is for? Like you try to give them a reason. So this yeah, can be no, difficult I, to, to I, I think of. So having that fight is not worth it. You do it frequently. <laughs> it's, it's um, I remember I, I was. I mean, I will sometimes say like, say, well, if you get sick, um, I you know, if you sit you. down mm -hmm. on your bottom, so really the person behind you will be able to see me. She was like very kind of passive aggressive and sarcastic about it. But that idea is really really useful, which is. You're um, ignoring me, you know. Oh, I think really like with the couch example again. Like, oh, I, I think I if you sit down uh, calmly, and, and then you your feet won't get like, on the couch. Allowing yourself you know, to be vulnerable. Just, just an um, if then can be for them to, to, you know, think even about. Because often, moment, like, if it's a good whatever, reason, if like, it's something compelling, off, like they don't safety care, or they somebody else later and give you a very or something, then they'll they'll change their mind. They'll be like, oh yeah, that's a good point. Hey, that as opposed to. This like feeling of like you can't tell me what to do. Hey, no, oh, yes, I can. Which is like, you don't you don't ever really want to say there if you don't. Did have you know to that that hurts when yeah. you hit me and like that's, that? That's you know that's a lot of the challenge is avoiding that. Sometimes they don't even understand, and if they do want to be actively hitting you again, you need to have a conversation. I gotta say, one way of avoiding that kids and is I think I see a lot of people jumping to the conclusion that children are being defiant. Can you talk on just a little more specifically about? And I think you really have to. You, you know, have to check. Like a lot of the time, they just didn't hear. Uh, you. Yeah, it's a very <laughs> useful right? or uh, analogy. Or they did, and then they were going to do it, and then they forgot because they got sucked back into the TV show. They were, you know, whatever. But they're money. it's often not. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of the and time, so having this idea is, that 
uh, diagnosis defiance when that's um, or attributed to defiance. Again, that's it's not what's quite happening. abstract, so it's right? really they're just not they're children, so they're not fully have, in control uh, of, of all of their choices, right? That's what we're working towards. That earn so, my trust. I know, um, right? Me, when I ask you to do something I and you do it the first time I ask you, defiant. that really earns trust with me. They're just misunderstanding. Like, like, give you freedom to make exactly. a choice. Uh, well, I'm so glad you said that because one of the biggest lessons that I think most that parents really earns trust with me, like give people them should learn, is that children are measurable things that they right? can do. So if you don't like something that they're doing, you're probably doing it. Direction. They probably, especially right now when they're not going to school all the time, spends a lot of. They're exhibiting some behavior that you don't like. Decrease the amount of trust I have. You got to look at yourself because they probably learned it from you. And always, take away a freedom. Try to make it directly related to the choice that they made that you don't like. Right? If they're not related. Sure, sure, sure. Then, like, no, I'm the one who does that. She's not even doing. She's like, that makes sense. It's that whole thing of like when they say, "Oh, your kids raised you." But if you can do it, yeah. So like now I'm, I'm, I'm climbing on the couch, then it's going to be well. Now I'm going to have to put a boundary around the couch. If you, if you not interact with the couch, if you recognize that they are showing respectful choices about it yourself, you know, then when I can see you making respectful choices with other furniture, then you can have of their behavior, the then you know, like you're not going to learn anything mm -hmm. from them, you know. Um, That's really interesting. Yeah. That makes and, a lot uh, of sense. I'm so I, I know if I look lost in thought, it's because I'm thinking about my own parenting and thinking about the times that I did, that I've done this like, right and that I've done it wrong. Because, yeah, it's, you know, it's I, difficult. I it's really hard to do in the moment and it's something that like you will fail to do many, many times before you start doing it regularly. stroller and I want to walk. I'm definitely going to walk because we're not going to get there. We don't get a second stroller. Like what you know, kid doesn't want to sit in the car seat or whatever. Thinking in terms of like, you know, what do you? How do you remind yourself? Thanks for doing that really good thing that you did. As opposed to like taking the thing in the stressful. Like I think a big mistake would be like for me is like noticing the bad stuff, but not actively noticing the good stuff. Yeah, catching them doing the right thing is extremely just working on getting awareness of oh, this thing. Like oh, you just earned my trust. I can give you more freedom down and then eventually get to the yeah. point where you actually are able is to amazing calm yourself rewarding them for good right behavior thing. is but so what i think you're asking is about uh, awesome language yes be difficult yeah. osm you know it's like the squeaky okay. wheel gets so oil awesome language is osm so which stands for so whenever kids say please and thank you to me i, re so I say I'll like oh i love the way you asked that oh your words are just sparkling like you know, uh, I always try don't, to don't make, make any assumptions of when don't, I you can't tell them about subjective experiences oh, oh, that's that they're the having. Other, the other you can thing only talk about things that you're perceiving, which the language that you use should be about the subjective, but the idea is that you're acknowledging mm -hmm. I, or, it looks to me like um, you're angry. Something measurable. Oh, that so looks instead of like saying a, good that's work, a really say angry really sounding focus voice right now. Do you want to Or talk I'm about seeing it. a lot of really careful uh, as opposed work. to saying like, well, you're angry and um, you're yelling. That was a really safe um, choice. I appreciate that. I love the way you came down so carefully. I could see how carefully you were doing that. And then the other thing I see how difficult this was, and you kept going. You know, giving them really specific behaviors that you want them to repeat. Like you can't do that because how do you know that she's jealous? Maybe right. So usually, actually, in those kinds of situations, it's best to just ask a question. Between the first, like, hey, are you feeling a certain kind of way? Even if they don't, you know, necessarily want to admit to jealousy. Like, does it make you feel bad? You know. Questions are, are almost always better, better like, than yeah, I like the way you know, any kind of accusation or assumption. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing about like, objective language hey, you know, is for, like, like what I was saying the way you did your uh, homework for like an hour straight in terms of phrase, 
like if saying because like if, if really you say good or bad, then that makes they are not see that these terms are again. so vague that and they here, here's another thing I wanted to say was that what is good and what when you are directing them right, so you want to correct a behavior. Something that's really like, useful instead you of did that them all by yourself to do or right. not. That's an objective. Just give them a reason. And that's so this can be difficult to, be to think of in the moment, but uh, it's something that like you, can you, you really took your time with. Them, um, right? I remember that's I, not, I was there's with no a assumption there that would say an objective. Um, you know, if you sit um, down on your bottom, the person behind you will be able to see me. I'm she was like very kind of passive aggressive and sarcastic about it. Better, but that right? idea is really, and, really useful, you, which is you always have to be, um, you know, oh, I think like with the couch example uh, again, oh, I think if you sit say, down like, you done better, uh, calmly, then I your feet you won't get on the couch. Right. You Something know, that just, is not just arguable. An if then so that's, that's for them the to, part. to then you know, think about. Because often, if it's a good reason, uh, if it's something that compelling, idea of telling them exactly like safety what or somebody else's or what is needs the, or something, the then they'll, they'll I change use, their mind. They'll be like, oh, yeah, that's a good point. Use, as opposed um, to this feeling of like, you can't tell me what to do. Oh, yes, I can. You don't ever really want to be there if you don't have to be. And ineffective. That's, that's um, and you know, even for young kids, once you've used you those that, words enough like, times, they start to understand what they mean. So I would say, oh, I don't gotta say really a one way of avoiding that often is I think really I see ones. a lot of people um, really jumping to the conclusion words. that children are being um, defiant. I try not to use good and bad because um, they're just not very. And I think you really have to you have to check. Like a lot of the time, they just immeasurable. Right or the, or they the did and then they were going to do it and then they forgot because um, they got sucked back into basically the TV that, show. Basically, that you know whatever. The point of but communication is to get something not, abstract from my mind. A lot of the time, mind right misbehavior so is, is, is like almost like uh, I have diagnosed as defiance and, and that's attributed to defiance and that's not what's happening. Right, they're right. just and not. They're children, that, so they're not fully uh, in control of, of all of their choices. Right, that's what we're working towards. I have to have. I have to use words. That I mean, can be measured so that we know we have exactly the same thing like in our mind. Defiant. It's just right? a yeah. so They're just misunderstanding. Projection of something That's why I suggest of me saying things like yeah. Well, I'm so glad yeah, you like said that because more, one of the biggest right? lessons that I think has a meaning parents can and tell when they're being focused and people when should not. learn is that right. children a, are mirrors. There are measurable aspects right? So if you don't like something that they're that doing, they you're probably to, doing it. Uh, help probably, especially right now when they're not going to school all the time, not necessarily they're exhibiting like some behavior that you don't like. Um, but you got to look there at yourself because they probably learned it from you. Yeah, no, that's right. like, <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking of like right now, like I've, I've falsely accused my younger one maybe danger. like three times in the last month. Um, or like any, anything, so basically the, like, all of these things like a, are aimed at trying sure, sure, to get I thought like, no, I'm the one who does that and she's not even doing it. She's like, that's right. It's tough. That's that whole thing of like where they say, oh, your kid's raising language is going to be the best way to So like now I'm like reflecting on, oh, gee, what? All right, well, this is a lot for parents If you let them, I think, if you recognize that they are showing once you got it, then, oh my God, everything then they can raise you. If you like are in denial of that aspect of their behavior, and, you know, then you're, you're oh, I got so much more. <laughs> um, That's really interesting. And but, uh, no, no, so I, I know you were telling me earlier about um, your thank you, thoughts uh, on Ms. Burton. Wait, bonus, bonus. Oh, oh, like, also always useful because, yeah. because you it, know, it when, helps with that feeling of being on the same team and disappearing. I think of certain moments where it's just like, 
you know, you I mean, have to get to the place and like the kid won't get in the stroller and I want to walk and you're like, but you can't walk because we're not going to get there. The really effective ones do exactly. Kid doesn't want to see my car seat or whatever it is. Happy and you know, what do you? How do you remind yourself able to adjust and able to take to do the right thing for themselves in the stressful There's so many things you see. So one thing, so all of it is going to be habituated to certain responses. The big, the big things that you come across. So the first few times, your choices just working on getting awareness have this of, oh, identity this of those like, moments when I am bad because of calm myself down and then eventually get to the point where you actually are able to that I may I can always choose to say to the right something thing. else but so what I think you're asking is about uh, they don't ever awesome it helps language, with yes? self-esteem yeah. OSM they feel empowered okay. so to, awesome uh, language is OSM that which stands for objective specific and measurable saying you know so I see all this all the time objective oh well she doesn't know how to that you can only if she hears you saying that over and over again don't don't make any assumptions. <laughs> if you say don't, to her, you can't tell me I know you can about be a better listener than this. That they're having. She's gonna think you can oh, only I can talk be a about things that you're perceiving, mm -hmm. right? You, in a way, you tell them what to think about them. Subjective, but the idea is so, that you're acknowledging. You know, I try using like you're angry. Remember oh, to be always like lifting a them that's up. That's a really angry sounding voice right now. They're just doing their best. It's their first time uh, at as this. As opposed to saying like, well, you're angry and you're so yelling. A lot for right? parents to think about. Um, you cannot um, tell them. You know, just in, in summary, positive feeling, behavior like management, uh, especially um, in like. And then the other like thing is, be positive. So that would be like objective specific, measurable. You know, stop being so jealous of that kid and leave her doll feeling like you can't do that because how do you know that she's jealous? Right. So usually. Trust actually, actually in those kinds of situations, it's best to just ask work. a question. If you, if you can build like, trust hey, are you feeling a certain kind of way? Even if they don't, you, you know, necessarily want to admit to jealousy. You know, we'll, we'll, like, does we'll it make well. you feel and, bad? And course, you know, questions are, are parents, almost like, always we're, better than we're saying to parents, you know, any kind of accusation you know, or assumption. And the other thing about objective language is, like what I was saying. I can say just from my own experience, like kids do really appreciate the whole like, you know what, I get If you say good or bad. I remember a moment when my are not these terms are so vague that they barely I remember a moment when I was young and my father what said is good and what is bad you know, about what they the did. first time I'm right? doing this. I so don't know like saying we're, um, we're just doing our best. And I was young like, and I think you that, that really all by yourself. Right. To that's an objective with what statement with what they were doing and so i have a lot of transparency with uh, my students like and i talk to them about what really their took your time with that experience right that's not there's is. no assumption there really that's important that's an objective open, statement uh, um to talk and more about criticism about what, would what be is like, the experience of like um, trying to make a decision I'm about what's thinking you probably could have you know let them in on that right or and it but helps if them you're, to but understand you always have to from be your perspective presenting it from and, your and perspective. Make more considerate choices. Uh, you can't ever say, like, no. you could have done but better. That, you have to um, say, I've seen you do better. Thank right. you so much, Ms. Something Birdie, that for is not you, arguable. Uh, watching. So that's, that's um, sort of the objective you, part. Um, then specific is that idea of telling them exactly what do you want them to repeat or what is the problem. So I don't use, I try not to use good and bad. I use destructive and constructive. I look forward Helpful and hurtful. Another one of these videos um, uh, with you, Miss Birdie, so I can learn effective a little bit and more ineffective. All that I did wrong um, and some of and, what I did know, right. Even for young kids, <laughs> once you've used right. those words so enough much. times, they right. start to understand bye bye. what they mean. Okay. So I would say, oh, I don't. That's not a really effective choice. Or safe and dangerous are also really good ones. Um, really useful words. Um, I try not to use good and bad because they're just not very useful. Um, and uh, for measurable that the the idea there is um basically that 
the point of communication is to get something abstract from my mind into your mind, right? And so it's like almost like I have a blueprint and I'm trying to tell you the blueprint so you can draw it yourself, right? And in order for me to do that uh, accurately, for you to draw an accurate blueprint of what I'm thinking of, I have to have, I have to use words that can be measured so that we know we have exactly the same thing in our mind, right? So um, that's why I suggest saying things like that, that was really focused work, right? Because focused has a meaning. They can tell when they're being focused and when they're not, right? There's a, there are measurable aspects to focus that they can, that they can pay attention to or that, uh, helpful, right? There's a way to measure if something was helpful, not necessarily measurements like physical measurements, um, but there are ways to quantify helpfulness right, or um, destructiveness or dangerous or what dangerous danger um, or any anything. So basically, the all of these things are aimed at trying to get the blueprint in your mind to match the one that I'm trying to communicate to you. And so using objective, specific and measurable language is going to be the best way to make sure that we match up. All right, then. Well, this is a, a lot <laughs> for parents uh, to think about, but it is and but, it takes a while to master, but it's I'm, great. I'm, once it once you got it, then oh my God, everything I'm, goes so much smoother. I'm feeling like I wish I had done this interview in about the year 2002. <laughs> and, you know, oh, <laughs> I got so much more. <laughs> um, but no, no, it, 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 it all worked out. But um, thank you, uh, Miss Bernie. Wait, bonus, uh, bonus. Oh, are also always useful. Of course, yeah. Because it, it helps with that feeling of being on the same team and dissipating yeah. any kind of tension and antagonism. I mean, it's funny because I mean, I'm a tutor for all 30 years and, you know, I work with all manner of parents and yeah. the really effective ones do exactly what you're saying. And their kids are happy and effective and able to adjust and able to take direction and think for themselves. There's so many things you see and it so often goes back to, you yeah. know, skillful I mean, parenting. The big, the big, uh, one of the largest effects of focusing on choices is that they never have this identity of like, I'm bad because of a mistake that I made or because of a behavior that I made. I can always choose to do something else, right? Mm -hmm. So there's, there's, they don't ever, it helps with self-esteem because yeah. they feel empowered to uh, choose behaviors that make them the kind of person that they want to be instead of saying, you know, oh, I see all this all the time, parents saying like, oh, well, she doesn't know how to listen. Well, if she hears you saying that over and over again, what she's gonna not going to listen. <laughs> if you say to her, sweetie, I know you can be a better listener than this. She's going to think, oh, I can be a better listener than this. Mm -hmm. Right. You, you tell them what to think about themselves. Yeah. So, you know, try That's using the, remember to be always lifting them up. They're not trying to hurt you. They're just doing their best. It's their first time at this. Right. You know? So this a lot for parents to think about, um, you know, just in, in summary, positive behavior management, uh, especially in time of COVID, be positive, be objective, specific, measurable, um, be, you know, reflect on your own feelings, what you, what you bring to it. Mm -hmm. um, and, and talk about trust and choices. Yeah. Use trust as currency. And and work. If you, if you can build trust with your children it, and it starts with you and then your, and then your children, you know, will, will, will do well. And, and of course, you know, if we're speaking to parents, like we're, we're saying to parents, you know, positively do your best. And, you know, if you, if you have a bad day, the next day you try again. Yeah. 
I can say just from my own experience, apparently like, kids do really appreciate the whole like, you know what, I get up and I tried again the next day. I remember and I a moment when the my, bell and I was there and I tried again. I remember a moment when I was young and my father said to me, you know, this is the first time I'm doing this. I don't know, like we're, <laughs> we're just doing our best. And I was young and I think that really helped yeah. me to yeah. empathize with what, with what they were doing. And so I have a lot of transparency with my students and I talk to them about what their parents' experience of being a parent is. I think it's really important to be open uh, to talking about about what what is the experience of like trying to make a decision about what's safe for your kid or what you know let them in on that stuff because it helps them to understand things from your perspective and and make more considerate choices well with that um we'll leave it there and thank you so much miss birdie for those of you uh watching um if you um if you have more questions you can always reach out to us at uh, www.noodlepros.com and remember to uh, if you can subscribe to this channel uh, so that when new videos come out you'll you'll hear about it and I look forward to making another one of these videos uh, with you Miss Birdie so I can learn a little bit more of all that I did wrong and some of what I did right. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Thank right. you so much. All right. Bye-bye.